Good evening, uh, brothers and sisters. Welcome back to this online service. We are talking about the second greatest commandment. Uh, the first one is to love God with all our heart, soul, uh, mind, and strength. And the second is like it, to love our neighbor as ourselves. So we know that relationship with people uh, or relationship in life is the most important thing. It determines our happiness. It determines our satisfaction in life. And, and it affects every areas of our life. So we are to love our neighbor as ourselves. And uh, how do we do that? In Matthew 7, verse 12. So in everything, do to others what you will have them to do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophet. Okay, we just learned that we want people to love us. We want people to accept us. We want people not to judge and condemn us when we fail, but to forgive us, encourage us, and uh, be generous to us, to bless us. So this is what we want people to do to us. And the Bible tells us that, first of all, we must learn to sow into others like we want. We, we are to do to others what we would want them to uh, do to us. So we do what we want others to do for us in people's life. But there are times when we sow in such a way, when we are good to people, when we love them, but we did not get the desired results and uh, we end up being sometimes being persecuted, uh, being unappreciated and so on. So all these kind of things could happen in life. So how are we going to deal with people like that? How are we going to relate to people who is our enemies, who are actively persecuting us, actively doing harm or, or slander or, or belittle us in all that we do. This is what we are going to talk about uh, tonight. And uh, it is probably the hardest topic to talk about because it is so, it's not easy to, to live up in this kind of situation, isn't it? And uh, uh, I must confess, yeah, I am still uh, struggling, learning how to uh, deal with uh, people of such nature who are there to oppose, who are there to find faults, who are there uh, to just belittle what you, what you do. And uh, how do you deal with them on a personal basis? Okay, uh, so let's look into the scripture uh, and find out what the Bible teaches us. In Luke 6, verse 32, in Luke 6, verse 32, it says, If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. 
And if you do good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. And if you lend to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners expecting to be repaid in full. So the Bible is telling us that we as Christians, we as the children of the Most High God, children of our Father who is in heaven, we are to be better than the world. We are to be better than the sinners uh, in this world. And uh, offenses are inevitable in life. So there are times people offend us. There are times we offend people. So uh, we need to deal with them uh, because it, it really affects our life. It affects how we live. If you do not deal with it uh, positively, it, you could end up in bitterness, anger, frustration. You know, so we don't want to our hearts to be filled with bitterness in life, and uh, that would be terrible, isn't it? If if uh, what is inside your heart, there's so much anger, there's so much frustration, and and you cannot resolve it. And uh, but we're not just talking about offense, because offense definitely will happen uh, in life. As I say, we could offend people, people could offend us. And a lot of times, they are unintentional. There are times it's just misunderstanding, uh, miscommunication. And, uh, but we're dealing with something that is deeper than offense. We're dealing with people who are actively persecuting us, actively uh, doing things to harm us, maybe in our character, our reputation, in our work, or whatever. So, so this is more than just an offense, but people who uh, are actively working against us. So how do we apply the golden rules of relationship uh, towards this? Jesus did not say, do to others what they do to you. That's how we feel. That's what we want to do. You know, this is what the way of this world is like. You know, you did that to me and I'm going to uh, uh, get even with you and, and, and so on. And uh, so uh, Jesus did not say that you do uh, to them what they did to you. No, but rather we do to them what we want them to do to us. So we need to do more better than the people in the world, better than the sinners, because he said, uh, in this world, even sinners will, will do good to those who are good to them. And, and so what, what is the difference? There is no difference. And uh, in this world, uh, it's just love is just an exchange commodity, right? I love you, you love me. I hate you, you hate me, uh, is, is exchange commodity. Uh, 
And uh, so Jesus said, the sinners know how to do good to those who are good to them. So we got to do better. Matthew 5, verse 46. Matthew 5, verse 46. If you love those who love you, what rewards will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? What are you doing more than others? So God wants us to do something more than what the ways of our flesh, the ways of this world uh, will do in this kind of relationship when we are dealing with people who are against us, who may not like us and uh, opposing us. So we need to do more than this work. Number two, we want to imitate our Father in heaven in dealing with some of these ungrateful people. In Matthew 5 verse 48, the next verse, it says, Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. So we need to learn from how God, our Heavenly Father, is dealing with people who is against us, who is uh, ungrateful to us. And uh, Matthew 5, verse 43 to 45, You have heard that it was said, Love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your Father in heaven. He causes his Son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. So we need to learn from our Heavenly Father how to deal with people who may not be what we want to get close to or what we like. So there's this such thing as common grace. It says here, the Father causes the Son to rise on the evil and on the good. He sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. So whether you are good, you are bad, you are righteous, you are unrighteous, God rain rains on you so that you can have a harvest, so that you can uh, grow your, your plantation and, uh, and live by it. And uh, so this is what we call common grace. Whether you're good, you're bad, you're righteous, unrighteous, you receive the common grace. So there is this common grace love. God loved the world. God loved everyone. But there's also this very specific special love. Those who love God and God respond to them in a different way uh, than He would to just somebody who is under uh, His common grace umbrella. And uh, But this common grace love is a basic foundation of all our relationships. 
with people. Okay, we love everyone, but not the same, right? We love everyone, but there are those who are so special to us. There are those whom whom we are so close with, as compared with this uh, whom we also love. So God wants us to be like Him, to be children of our Father in heaven, uh, so that we are able to love everyone, uh, and uh, as a basis of, of our foundation in life. But the Bible goes on further. He wants us to love our enemies. And uh, all of us have enemies. If you say, no, I don't have enemies, I don't, uh, I don't uh, get in conflicts with people. Okay, listen to what it says here in Luke 6, verse 26. Woe to you when everyone speaks well of you, for that is how their ancestors treated the false prophets. Woe to you when everyone speaks well of you. Something is wrong with your relationship with people if everyone speaks well of you. There will be a lot of falsehood, a lot of uh, deception, pretense, you know, that is in those kind of relationships. But in real life, we will have enemies. We will have people who just do not like us, just want to work against us, speak against us. You know, especially in the ministry, we know that Satan is working and sometimes demon spirits stir up, using people to stir up these kind of problems. You know, and uh, I must say that I know I have enemies, you know, thank God, not everyone, but we do have enemies. There are people who do not like what we say, what we do, uh, even for the ministry, and, uh, and then they, they work against us. They work against the work of God, and uh, it's not easy to, to deal with uh, this kind of situation. And so in the olden day, you know, they treated the false prophets well. Something is wrong, okay? Uh, that means they, they pretend, they, they uh, just, there's just a lot of falsehood uh, around. So that's why you have no enemies. But when you stand firm on certain principle, on certain things, you're going to come against others who oppose you, uh, who do not like what you do. Even Jesus has enemies. You know, so. And if you do not have enemies, you will also have no true friends. Think about that. If you have no enemies, you will not have true friends either. So these enemies we're talking about are not people who offend us, but people who actively 
work against us, persecute us, attack us, uh, even want to bring harm. Not necessarily personally, but in what you do in the ministry. And, uh, uh, and, and they just want to make themselves better, prove themselves to be better, and so on. What are we to do with these people? The Bible, just now we read, pray for our enemies. Okay, we have to pray uh, for those who persecute you. In, that's what is written in Matthew 5, 44. Okay, how do we love our enemies? First, we are to pray for our enemies. And... Uh, we, we pray that there will be reconciliation, there will be restoration, there will be repentance, and there will be salvation coming into uh, the life of these people. And so when we begin to pray for good to come upon these people, it will eventually help to dissolve the anger the hatred, the bitterness that is in our hearts. Okay, uh, we're not just talking about praying just one time for them, but if we keep praying, keep praying uh, for them, eventually we our hearts towards them will change. It will be different uh, than uh, initially how we are so angry with what they are doing. Okay, and then to... The second thing, we are to do good to them, to bless them. Look at uh, Romans 12, verse 20. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. So, we are to do contrary to how we feel naturally. You know, when people are, uh, are so bad to us, naturally we are angry, we are, you know, we, we just want to take, take revenge or, or get even or justify ourselves. Okay, so th these are natural feelings. But when we have to love our enemy, we need to act contrary. That's what the scriptures say. On the contrary. Yeah, this is what we want to do, but we do just the opposite, right? And the Bible tells us that when our enemies have needs, we provide, we meet their needs, we, we, we do good to them. Okay, and uh, Proverbs 24, verse 17 and 18. Do not gloat. When your enemy falls, when they stumble, do not let your heart rejoice, or the Lord will see and disapprove and turn his wrath away from them. Okay, so God is also not pleased when we see our enemies suffer, they fall, and we, we just rejoice and, and uh, thinking that, you know, we are superior and God has vindicated us and so on. Uh, uh, God is not pleased. You know, He doesn't want us to rejoice in people's suffering, right? Uh, so we are to, to pray 
and to do good to our enemies. How do we do good to them? We are to be merciful and kind, right? Look at Luke 6, verse 35. But love your enemies, do good to them, and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High, because He is kind to the ungrateful and wicked. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. So we are not to judge and condemn them. We are to be uh, merciful to these who are our enemies, who did harm and did evil against us. And uh, the earlier verse we read just now, it say uh, we do not expect them to pay in full. In other words, in those days when you lend the money, you charge an interest for the money you lend to them. And he said, do not expect to get the full amount back, right? The interest and uh, uh, when you lend to these people. And uh, so we are to be merciful to them so that we, are, we will be like the children of the Most High. And when we bless them in Romans 12, 14, He said, bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse. So when we curse somebody, we use our words, we use our mouth, yeah, and then we speak words of cursing. So here it says, bless them, meaning we speak well, of them, you know, we find uh, uh, the the good things and speak well of them rather than uh, bad mouth them and uh, uh, curse them. And so we say, how do we love our enemies? We pray for them, we do good to them, and bless them. And then the third thing: do not take revenge. Do not take revenge. Romans 12, 17 to 19. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Verse 19. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. So when we are dealing with our enemies, we do not act as if we are God to judge them, right? And the Bible says, do not take uh, revenge. Do not react the way they, they treat us through their wicked deeds. So, uh, it says, do be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. What does people expect of us when we are facing our enemies? What is right in the eyes of everyone? Uh, people want the conflicts, want the kind of 
animosity to be resolved, restored, and the relationship to uh, to be good again. Okay, so uh, so we need to forgive. In order for that to happen, we need to forgive the wrong, the sin of the person, so that there is that restoration, uh, just like God forgive our sin, and we are restored back to Him. And then it says here, if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. So we learn that we are to do right in the eyes of people, uh, to bring about reconciliation, restoration of responsibility. And, but the Bible says, the, the Bible recognizes sometimes it's not possible. But it says, if it is possible, if it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. So, when it is not possible, we have no choice but to go our separate ways. Right? When it's not possible, then you have to agree to disagree. We have to move on rather than keep trying to want to control the situation, want to manipulate, want to cause things to, 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 to work out. Sometimes it just don't. And we have to accept that. We have to accept uh, we have to agree to disagree. Okay, we have to accept the situation, and so we we just part company. Uh, we just uh, move on in life rather than keep staying in that situation and keep st- striving and arguing and and fighting. Uh, we we have to learn to move on uh, rather than stay in the offense. So. Uh, in those situations, what does the Bible teach us? The Bible teaches us to shake the dust off our feet and uh, move on and let the person deal with its consequence because God is judge uh, and God will eventually deal with the person uh, as he sees uh, fit. Okay, so tonight we have dealt with this uh, question of how do we deal with our enemies and uh, it's, it's, it's not easy to, to love our enemies as the scripture has taught us and, and, and command us to do so and, uh, but we do that first of all by praying for the enemy and uh, keep on praying for them until something changes in our hearts for them, okay? And uh, hopefully, through our prayer, there'll be changes in the person. And then, we are to do good to them. That means we are not to badmouth them. We are to uh, bless them uh, and not curse them. We have to act contrary to our natural feeling, right? Uh, For anger and frustration, we want to take revenge, but we do the opposite to the country, to our natural feeling. We follow the heart of God. We do what God wants. And then be merciful and kind to these who are 
ungrateful, right? Um, and definitely we do not take revenge, even though they did harm to us, we will not uh, retaliate and take, take revenge on them. We leave God to, to judge. God is the judge. He will eventually judge the person or judge the situation and we are to leave it to the hands of God and uh, do what is right in the eyes of people. As much as it possible, we bring about reconciliation, but we recognize, recognize there are times it's just not possible, so we need to move on. We just need to agree to disagree and uh, uh, get on with life uh, so that we can continue to be fruitful rather than be stuck in a particular situation. Right, this is a golden rule. We are to uh, love our neighbor, and sometimes our neighbors are not very pleasant, and uh, they could be our real enemies, and definitely in life, we will have enemies. We will need to look at this verse and apply this principle into our life, and there will be a lot of struggles. You know, in, in, in wanting to obey what God is saying. But we pray that the grace of God will be sufficient for us, that we will be able to rise above some of this very difficult situation and move on, move on. And uh, uh, not holding those kind of bitterness, anger in our hearts so that they destroy us. Those are feeling destroy our relationship with people. And uh, so that uh, we can be like our Father who is in heaven. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for your grace and mercy upon our life. We thank you that you know our situation. You know that in life we will have enemies. We have people who will not like us, who work against us. And Father, we Pray that even as we look to you, Lord, we will learn from you. We will be like children of the Most High and we will show kindness and be merciful and uh, do what is right in the eyes of people. God, We pray that in many of these situations, Lord, restoration will come, O oh God. Your love, your acceptance, your forgiveness, your grace and mercy will just cover this situation and bring about what is good for your people, God. In the name of Jesus, we look to you. We ask for your grace. We ask for your mercy uh, to be upon everyone. Father, continue to cause such tenderness in our heart that in situations like this, we will know what you want us to do. And... Uh, so that we can move on in life. And should there be no solution, Father, we will also learn how to move away from this kind of situation so that we can continue to be fruitful, continue to glorify your name. We bless you, Lord. We thank you. Touch our life in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The Lord bless you. We will continue next week.